A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's mentally yours from Ellen and Victoria, welcome to Mentally Yours. Thank you so much for joining us. So I got in, in touch with you basically because, um, to be perfectly honest, I didn't really know much about the charity, but I thought it sounded like a really great idea. Um, so essentially, people can reach out and text if they're basically feeling low or if they want to chat to somebody. Could you tell us a bit about um, when you set up the charity and why you decided to offer that service? Yeah, so the um, Mental Health Innovations was was founded and sort of incubated, if you like, by the Royal Foundation as part of um, the Heads Together campaign. So during the Heads Together campaign, uh, we were looking at obviously encouraging people to talk about their mental health, but also recognizing that we would need to help create more spaces um, and more capacity for people to talk about their mental health. Um, and one of the things that a lot of people said to us during the campaign was that it can be really hard to articulate and say how you're feeling. Um, and it can be really hard to find the right place to have that conversation sort of in the moment when you really want when you really want to be able to, to speak to someone, um, or to connect with someone. And, um, we were really interested in the idea of text as a way of being able to talk about your mental health in a really private and, and obviously silent way. So people use text to be able to communicate at, in times when, when words might not be, might not be easy or possible. Um, and that particularly resonates around mental health, um, people often find it really difficult to articulate what they're saying, particularly if they're in crisis, it can be really hard to get the words out. Um, but also as we all know, there's a huge stigma, um, unfortunately still around mental health. And so being able to, to have a conversation about your mental health in a, in what feels like a very unthreatening medium and where one where you're in control can you talk us through how it works so say if you send a text to shout what happens next so if you send a text to us and it's um it's important to say that it's free and it's also off bill so our number would never appear on anyone's um uh, phone bill so you send a text into 85258 um and you'll get a, a series of automated messages which tell you a little bit more about the service um, and tell you how to use the service. So for example, it, it tells you that, um, if you text stop at any time that will end the conversation, we won't carry on the conversation with you or contact you. And then it says, you know, we're, we're, um, we're, we're going to pair you with one of our, um, crisis volunteers, tell us a little bit more about what's on your mind. And then people sometimes say quite a lot, sometimes say not very much about what's on their mind. And that second message, 
um, then goes through to one of our volunteers. Um, we have over 2000 volunteers now. They all volunteer remotely at home on their laptops um, and they're all supervised in real time by our clinical team. So one of our volunteers will pick up your message um, and they'll typically start by saying something like, hi, my name is Katie. You know, thanks very much for texting in today. I, I can see you're going through a tough time. And they will just start a very gentle and very supportive conversation, which um, helps to, which we hope helps to take the um, the person texting us from a crisis and confusion through to calm. And we help them to explore why they're feeling this way, what might help them, um, who around them might be able to help them with with what they're dealing with. Um, so it's a very um, it's a very simple um, uh, connection, really, with one other person. Um, albeit that that person is is being supported and has been trained to have that conversation, but it is essentially a one to one conversation with someone who's just there to listen and support you. How far does it actually go? I mean. If you felt that somebody who was texting was in sort of a really bad place, um, would you ring them back or yeah. what, what's the protocol along that sort of thing? So the, the entire conversation is on text. We don't, um, we don't phone people. If, if we believe that someone is at imminent risk or that they, um, there is someone around them um, at imminent risk or harm, um, we obviously work very uh, closely, our, our clinical team will work very closely with the volunteer to really try and understand what situation they're in um, and how dangerous or potentially harmful that situation is. We would always encourage someone in a difficult situation um, and if they are at imminent risk of um, of harm to contact 999 themselves, we'll also offer to do that on someone else's behalf if they don't feel safe or able to call themselves. Um, if however, that, you know, we are sure that this is somebody in our clinical team are sure that this is somebody who is at imminent risk, um, or if it's a child who is at imminent risk, we, um, our, our clinical team will make a decision about calling the emergency mm. services. Sounds like a really brilliant service. Um, and I suppose the, the parallels, the obvious parallels are with the Samaritans, which we talk a lot about on the show. Um, just because they're so sort of helpful but I think maybe for younger people especially um, they're not so keen on phone calls as a bit of a generalization but I think a lot of younger people don't necessarily make phone calls day to day they are more sort of the text generation um I mean, what's the demo as a Sorry. as a semi-young person <laughs> I can agree like it's definitely it feels a lot easier to text rather than phone call, especially when it is that kind of difficult conversation where you're maybe fearing being judged or, you know, you might not be able to get the words out. Yeah, there is very much that thing about getting the words out. I think also it's sometimes it's about mm. time of day. So a lot of people contact us very late at night, early in the morning. Um, and and also in that, in that particular context, people don't want to wake someone else up in their house or they don't want to be overheard. You know, we have young people, when young people were at school, we would have young people texting us from school or from the bus, um, you know, on their way home or, I mean, it, it's a very sort of portable means of, of getting support, which obviously a phone is as well, but it's, it, it text can feel a bit more private and obviously you don't have to worry mm. about being overheard. In terms of your demographics, the people that do get in touch, is it mostly young people? What's the breakdown? So 70% of our texters are under 25. Um, 
So, you know, I've actually, the, the, um, the others are, are over 25. Mm. Um, and we, we tend to have sort of smaller demographics, but interestingly, um, during lockdown and, and the, and the pandemic, we've, we've probably seen, um, more people in, in older age groups texting us, um, and that's partly because I mean, some some of those people might, for example, mm. be parents who are concerned about a child um, uh, or someone in their house, and we and, and we have um, people who've been obviously very affected by loneliness um, during lockdown, and so that's affected mm. lots of people. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's primarily under you know seventy percent under twenty five, but but those demographics have moved a little bit during during the pandemic. Which is there a kind of limit to how long the text conversations can go on for? I'm thinking in terms of if someone is just experiencing loneliness rather than, you know, an immediate crisis, can they just continue that conversation for hours or days? <laughs> um, no. Um, I think partly because what we try and do is really help people to um, understand that, that they, they probably mm. do have their own resources, their their own resilience to be able to um, to to take a, a, a positive step for themselves, and obviously that's that's a really great outcome if we can help someone to realise that they do have strength and resilience and and resources around mm. them that can help. Um, so actually, one of the things that we've noticed probably more than anything else about our texters is that um, they don't believe by and large that they are deserving of help and support um and a lot of people feel um responsible or guilty for for feeling lonely for example um and so most of what we do in our conversations with them is really give them that sense that they are worthy of help and support they have shown enormous kind of strength and character and you know courage in reaching out to us and that's something that they can really be proud of and we'll quite often say to someone, you know, if this was a, if you, if, if you were talking to a friend, what, what would you recommend that they do? Um, would you want to help them? And, and people always say, oh, yeah, I mean, if it was a friend of mine, I would really, you know, I would want them to come and talk to me. And sometimes just that sort of, um, that back and forth conversation with someone who isn't connected to you personally, doesn't know you, but is able to help you see things in a slightly different light, um, is really helpful and it can it in many ways more empowering than sort of carrying mm. on a conversation it's like Whereas, being equipped with those yeah. kind of self-help and self-care things it's like going to a therapist like you shouldn't be you know feeling like you need to constantly talk to your therapist they're supposed to be able to equip you with those techniques to look after yourself as well yeah and actually you know we always say to people at the end of a conversation you know if you're in crisis again if you you know if you feel this way again we're here for you 24/7 um, we don't limit people's access mm-hmm. in that in that sense at all. Um, but a lot of people, you know, vast majority of people text us once, and and we might be connecting them. We might give them the courage to and the strength to talk to a member of their family or a friend or a GP, um, a teacher, you know, someone in their in their world who they trust. And and that for us, helping them to reconnect to that person that they trust and believe that that person wants to hear from them is will will probably be the biggest protective factor in keeping them um you know keeping them well in the longer term yeah it sounds like a really brilliant service i have to say because especially if you're sort of going through something like well i mean all kinds of things but something like depression it can seem like quite a huge thing to 
have a conversation even with you know family or friends or maybe especially with family or friends so i think just you know the small sort of simple act of sending a text i think is really fantastic um you mentioned loneliness in there what other things have people been coming to um to you with especially during the pandemic um so we've seen a very significant increase in anxiety during the pandemic and and i think a lot of that or our our clinical if you like clinicians view of that is that the uncertainty that we're all living with at the moment um is is very Mm. difficult for people Um, not surprisingly i think we're all feeling more anxious less sure um and so it's not surprising we've we've seen a, a a significant increase in um in conversations about anxiety and uncertainty um loneliness as well and and depression and sadness but but um but a, a marked increase in anxiety. So what kind of advice would you give to listeners who might be struggling at the moment? Is that sort of all right to ask? I realise you're sort of a CEO rather than um, a doctor, but... Yes, of course. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think the, the most important thing that anyone can do if they are feeling worried is is to find something, whether that is us or Samaritans or Childline. It could, you know, it could be, there are so many amazing services out there. Um, find one that you feel suits you or, or is most appropriate for how you're feeling. Um, they, I can absolutely say they will want to hear from you. And I think that can be the biggest issue for somebody who is feeling vulnerable um, is this assumption that um, everybody's really busy. I don't, you know, I, I'm not important enough. Um, other people must be in a worse situation than me. Um, that's absolutely not the case. And, and, you know, we, we, uh, shout are obviously there for you and, and I know others are as well um, and just start that conversation um, and, and if it and if you can have that conversation with someone uh, you know personally around you and if that's easier for you absolutely do that but the, the crucial thing is to to take that first step to talk to someone about how you're feeling because as we all know with emotions that we keep you know we keep inside they become you know they sort of grow in size and stature um, not necessarily because the problems change, but but simply because you know if we if we try and deal with things just by ourselves, um, then then they tend to become more problematic rather than less. So the crucial thing is 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 to um, is to reach out to someone. To and once support. you do that, like once, even if it is just by text, it does become so much easier. I think that's a crucial thing to mention. Yeah, absolutely, and it's one of the things that we um, we. I suppose would want most out of our service is that everybody who who texts us has a really good experience of reaching mm. out for help. Because if you have that good experience once, you'll do it again. And particularly for younger people, and you know, some of our texters, you know, under under thirteen, um, you know, for those young people to have a really good experience of of reaching out for help and to have found that positive will, you know, will stand them in good mm. stead um through the absolutely because i think part of the thing that stops you from asking for help or admitting what's going on is this horrible fear of like a terrible reaction and everyone will turn around and be horrified so just having that initial text saying like no it's okay there's people that care about you must be huge especially like you say for younger people yes and that that is that is you know we'll sometimes have people text us and and they'll say you know I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling, I'm feeling anxious. And, and actually after, you know, half an hour or so, they'll say, uh, you know, 
I've had this before that, you know, they'll sort of say, actually, I'm feeling so much better now. Is it okay That's if I go? That's a good <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> You know, it's fantastic. You know, and it's, it, it's quite an interesting, um, that's always quite an interesting um, dynamic um, where people sort of think, oh, actually, that, that was all I needed. I just needed that. I needed to know there was someone there. Um, we, we provide a, a service as well for um, frontline staff um, who've been working in, um, in the pandemic. So all key workers in the pandemic. And it's been really interesting. We've had people text us um, and, and we'll just say, you know, I just wanted to kind of get it off my chest, really. I, I know there's nothing you can, you know, we, we can't change the situation we're in, but I just wanted to talk to somebody about it. If you've been struggling with any of the issues we've been chatting about today, please give the Samaritans a ring on 116123. You can also find them online at samaritans.org. You can find us online. We have a Twitter account, which is at MentallyYRS. And you can also join our lovely Facebook group, which is simply called Mentally Yours. See you next week. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.